the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Biden administration announces more aid to Ukraine. We are finally getting the pieces of the puzzle together. The man accused of attacking the Brooklyn subway train is in custody. Frank Robert James was stopped on the street and arrested by members of the New York City Police Department. Get ready to pay more for your Amazon purchase. They have to pay whatever fees Amazon imposes on them. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Thursday, April 14th. I'm Mike Scott. More aid for Ukraine. President Joe Biden on Wednesday approved $800 million in new military assistance to Ukraine, including artillery and helicopters to bolster its defense against an intensified Russian offensive in that country's east. Biden announced the aid after a call with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky to coordinate the delivery of that assistance, which he said included the artillery systems and armored personnel carriers. Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby says Ukraine will get the system that it requested. It's the first time that we've provided these uh, 155 howitzers and the uh, associated rounds that'll go with them. And again, that's reflective of the kind of fighting that uh, that the Ukrainians are expecting to uh, to be faced uh, with here in this uh, little bit more confined geographic area. They specifically asked uh, for fire support and that and specifically asked for artillery support. Kirby also says the U.S. will transfer more helicopters to Ukraine. These 11 MI-17s are, uh, the, these had been uh, earmarked for Afghanistan. Uh, they are coming out of our uh, our stocks, our inventory. We have them. We did obviously transfer them to Afghanistan, so uh, we're now transferring them to Ukraine. Meantime, Finnish Prime Minister Sana Marin says the Nordic country, which shares a border with Russia, would decide on whether to join the U.S.-led military alliance NATO within weeks. Marin says Ukraine may be pushing Finland and perhaps even Sweden to make the first moves toward joining the NATO alliance. The European security architecture have changed fundamentally after Russia's invasion of Ukraine. The change in the security landscape makes it necessary to analyze how we best secure peace for Finland and in our region in the future. Turning to the White House, President Biden says that Russian President Vladimir Putin is committing genocide in Ukraine. Yes, I call it genocide because it's become clear and clear that Putin is just trying to wipe out the idea of even being able to be a Ukrainian. You can only learn more and more about the devastation. And uh, we'll let the lawyers decide internationally whether or not it qualifies. But it sure seems that way to me. French President Emmanuel Macron pushed back on the Biden administration, saying the escalation of rhetoric is harmful. 
Congressman Mike Gallagher from Wisconsin joined the Q Hewitt Show to discuss the Biden administration's announcement of more aid for Ukraine and how the president is leading from behind, according to Gallagher, on the world stage. We've been behind the curve since the start of this. Uh, It is much more difficult to get weapons into a country to a partner on the ground when you're in the midst of a conflict than it would have been to do it on the front end. And that is the big lesson from the Ukraine conflict that we must learn and apply to Taiwan. It is time to arm Taiwan. Yesterday, before the conflict begins, the best way to prevent a war in Taiwan that would potentially involve two nuclear armed states, America and China, is to arm our friends in Taiwan to the teeth now before it's too late. Gallagher believes that the latest announcement of aid to Ukraine is a good step forward. I think this is a good good step forward. Uh, I have reporting to, or, or suggestions that we are finally getting the pieces of the puzzle together necessary to take Slovakia up on its offer to provide the S-300 air defense system. This $750 million will largely be used to provide more of what we've been providing, stingers, javelins, things like that. So this is a positive step forward. I think that's why you've seen so much bipartisan support in the House and the Senate for it. But again, not to be too critical of the administration, they've just been behind the curve from the start of this, and they naively assumed that you can rely solely on sanctions and hashtag diplomacy in order to deter a KGB thug like Putin. And that proved to be wrong in a very costly fashion in Ukraine. Gallagher points to the Biden administration's pursuit of a new Iran deal as to why our relationship with Arab allies are now breaking down. Uh, There was uh, basically a sort of a Saturday Night Live sketch that came out of Saudi Arabia criticizing uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And I think that gives you a window into just how far the relationship between the United States and our traditional Arab allies in the Middle East has frayed. And that is a function of the fact that the Biden administration has pursued a resurrection of the Obama-Iran deal. And of course, by doing that, they are messing up all of the progress we made in the Trump administration with the Abraham Accords. Gallagher says that even more problems for President Biden will arise if the Russians use chemical weapons in Ukraine. There should be a little bit of deja vu because the Biden administration effectively established a red line in Ukraine if Putin used chemical weapons. Well, now we're getting some initial indications that he may have used chemical weapons. So what are they going to do about that? They promised a proportional response. And if they fail to deliver on that, American deterrence will further be undermined across the world. The Brooklyn shooting suspect is in custody. The man accused of shooting 10 on a Brooklyn subway train was arrested Wednesday and charged with a federal terrorism offense after a day-long manhunt and a tipster's call brought police to him on a Manhattan street. Frank James was taken into custody about 30 hours after the carnage on a crowded rush hour train. He was awaiting arraignment on a charge that pertains to terrorism or other violent attacks against mass transit. Brooklyn U.S. Attorney Breon Peace says the attack carries a sentence of up to life in prison. New York Police Commissioner Kishant Sewell says authorities have linked even more evidence 
to Frank Robert James. We used every resource at our disposal to gather and process significant evidence that directly links Mr. James to the shooting. We were able to shrink his world quickly. There was nowhere left for him to run. The Biden administration announced Wednesday it is extending the nationwide mask requirement for airplanes and public transit for 15 days as it monitors an uptick, it says, in COVID-19 cases. The Centers for Disease Control saying it was extending that order, which was set to expire April 18 until May 3rd, to allow more time to study an Omicron subvariant. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says the CDC extended the mandate to get a better sense of the virus in the U.S. What they're looking at is that since early April, there's been an increases in the seven-day moving average of the cases in the United States. So what they're trying to do is give a little bit more time to assess its potential impact, the rise of the cases have on severe disease, including hospitalizations and deaths and the healthcare system capacity. Saki says the CDC wants to see the impact of recent COVID-19 case rises before any changes to the federal public transit mask mandate. Two weeks would give them some additional time to do that. Now, at the end of that two weeks, they can determine what's next after that. Dr. Mark Siegel joined Fox News to discuss his reaction to the Biden administration extending the federal mask mandate. I think it extends the inconsistencies, Jillian, of the whole situation. What do I mean by that? CDC just recently, a couple of weeks ago, said, okay, now we're going to focus on severity, on hospitalizations, on deaths, not so much on case numbers. Meanwhile, everything has gone down, including case numbers. Hospitalizations are at the all-time low from the beginning of the pandemic. Deaths have gone down below 650 for the first time in a really long time. And case numbers are under 30,000 a day. Dr. Siegel shared what the Surgeon General told him in an interview. There's no sense that you're making a safer environment there. The Surgeon General told me today in an interview I just did that he thinks the reason it's staying in place is for people that have to go to work and have no other way to go there and he wants a safe environment. CDC wants a safe environment. I don't think it's even working. Siegel says that reinstating the mask mandate in Philadelphia sends the wrong message as well. Hospitalizations at an all-time low in Philadelphia. They ticked up 100 cases and she's sounding the alarms. You know what that does? It causes more COVID fatigue and it's milder. I just said we have treatments. So a slight uptick in cases in an area where there's plenty of immunity around, a lot of vaccination in Philadelphia, and a lot of people have had Omicron BA1. Now we're sounding the alarms over BA2. That is the wrong answer. Dr. Siegel believes the inconsistency with the mandates makes little sense. I want to add the most important thing. I've now got therapeutics. I can report to you that I can get Paxlovid. I can get it from CVS. I can get it from a lot of pharmacies, the monoclonal antibodies that work against the BA2 variant. I've had no trouble getting that. So I have therapeutics. I got plenty of vaccines. I've got plenty of rapid tests. And I've got a virus that, for the most part, is less severe and it's le- there's less of it around. So why would one place have a mask mandate and another not? Texas Governor Greg Abbott on Wednesday defied intensifying pressure over his new border policy that has gridlocked trucks entering the U.S. and shut down some of the world's busiest trade bridges as the Mexican government, businesses, and even a few allies urge him to relent. Abbott says extra inspections will end at one bridge in Laredo 
after reaching an agreement with the governor of neighboring Nuevo León in Mexico. Since Nuevo León has increased its security on its side of the border, the Texas Department of Public Safety can return to its previous practice of random searches of vehicles crossing the bridge from Nuevo León. Abbott says his new border policy requiring extra inspections for commercial trucks from Mexico will continue. The Texas Department of Public Safety will continue to thoroughly inspect vehicles entering into the United States from every Mexican state except Nuevo León. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen warns that countries that undermine the sanctions the United States and its allies have imposed on Russia will face consequences. Yellen says Russia's war has redrawn the global economic outlook. I'm not just talking about growth forecasts. I'm also referring to our conception of international cooperation going forward. Yellen went on to say that countries that undermine the sanctions on Russia will face consequences. The unified coalition of sanctioning countries will not be indifferent to actions that undermine the sanctions we've put in place. There's a prime price hike coming soon. Amazon taking a step to offset its rising costs, saying Wednesday it will add a 5% fuel and inflation surcharge to fees that it charges third-party sellers who use the e-commerce giant's fulfillment services. The Seattle-based company said on its website that the added fees, which take effect April 28, will apply to both apparel and non-apparel items, adding that the surcharge is subject to change. Stacy Mitchell of the anti-monopoly group Institute for Local Self-Reliance says there's nothing to stop Amazon from hitting third-party sellers on its site with surcharges. Amazon now controls access to such a huge share of the online market that you know any business really that makes or sells anything, they have to go through Amazon in order to reach consumers. And you know that means that Amazon effectively is like a big toll booth for these businesses. They have to pay whatever fees Amazon imposes on them, and they really have no alternative. There's no competition. Mitchell says Amazon is taking a big bite out of the revenue from those third-party sellers. Adding all of those fees together, Amazon is now taking, on average, a 34% cut of every dollar that sellers make on the site. And that's up from 19% in 2014. Mitchell says Amazon is using the rise in inflation as an excuse to hike fees on those third-party sellers. It's hard to line up the idea that this is a, a, you know, a, a move that is really being um, you know, that they really have to do because of costs when you see this extraordinary profit. You know, I have to look at what Amazon is doing and say this really, you know, the inflation is really an excuse um, to impose higher costs on uh, independent businesses. And finally, two leather and copper bound field notebooks belonging to Charles Darwin were held at Cambridge University Library, but stolen back in the year 2000. 22 years later, as mysteriously as they disappeared, they were returned, wrapped in saran wrap, in exactly the same condition as they left, and in the same archive box 
though this time inside a pink gift bag and left outside the librarian's office. I, I, it, it's really hard to put into words. I still feel joyous uh, and, and a bit shaky. You can imagine the shiver up your spine as, as I opened that package and you know, began to hope that what we are seeing um, is the two precious missing notebooks, which have been uh, last seen uh, over two decades ago. Gardner explains how precious the notebooks that belong to Charles Darwin are. We didn't know what had happened to them. We didn't know where they were. Um, and all sorts of things go through your mind. But I'm really pleased to tell everybody that they're in really good condition. I mean, these notebooks date back to uh, late 1830s. Um, they show the evolution uh, of Darwin's theory of evolution as he's thinking on the page in front of you. Um, it's in good condition. Every page that should be there is there. And the important you know, tree of life sketch, which is on tote bags and on tea towels and on cards around the world, imagine the thrill of seeing that because I hadn't seen that before so seeing that for the first time it's safe uh, in good condition and we're going to put them on display actually this summer subscribe to the Daybreak Insider podcast at Apple or Google podcast Spotify or Salem podcast network.com get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at daybreakinsider.com Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at srnnews.com and townhall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Mike Scott. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.